1: Million dollars. Wanna check out that rig? What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me? Bro, I got my
2: disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo. It, it is happening. Francis and versus Tyson Fury. Quite literally, the biggest crossover fight that we have ever seen is happening October 28th in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. It is going to be a boxing match, straight boxing, no MMA rules, no hybrid rules, no. These two men are actually going to step foot in the squared circle and they are going to uh, put on a pair of boxing gloves and throw some Punches, Mojo. Um, it's something we have talked about. We're actually going to hear from Francis Ngannou in just a minute because we have talked over the years about this fight with Ngannou. It is so exciting, Mojo. I cannot wait for this thing to actually happen and to know that it's it's a reality. is uh, is pretty incredible.
1: Babcock. Buddy, this one is an absolute game changer. I am stoked about this. I am so much more excited for Ngannou and Fury than I was for Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. Just something about the heavyweights, two big boys with unbelievable knockout power. I mean, this is exciting. I mean, we've seen Floyd at this point Fight just about anybody under the sun and generate a solid payday. We don't see that with these two guys. So, this is going to be a first and it is going to be quite the spectacle. Of course, Francis having just signed with the PFL. My question to you, Babcock, is what happens if Francis actually wins this thing?
2: It, that and that is a great point. And uh, in a few minutes, we're going to talk, Mojo, to a guy by the name of Otto Wallin, who is uh, a heavyweight who has lost one fight in his career, and that was to Tyson Fury. So, this guy knows what it takes to be in there and actually have a fighting chance against Tyson Fury. First, Mojo, over the years, like we said, we have spoken a lot to Francis about this fight. Here is the best of the Predator, talking a little bit of trash against Tyson Fury.
1: I've been looking up to Tyson Fury. I've been snaking, keep my eye on him and see what what he's capable of and how uh, can I beat him. And I believe I can beat him. I would like to fight other heavyweight uh, brothers such as Tyson Fury.
2: So at some point, you'd be open to a to a super fight. Those are mega fights that make a lot of money.
1: Absolutely. He has always been down the line. You know, this is something that uh, I'm not taking my eyes off of it. You know, uh, this is going to happen.
0: This fight, being, uh, we've been talking about this fight in the past two years, a little over two years. So um, I think at this point, the f- people are waiting for this fight. When I hear
1: about it now,
0: it's seems more like reality than what he was before, than just like a um, a dream.
1: I'm patient, man. You know me. I'm patient. I'll just sit, sit around like, you know, like cat waiting for mouse.
2: I just sit around, wait for my opportunity. When it get there, I don't miss it. Mojo, you saw five or six different Times where we've talked to Francis, that shows you how long there have been discussions surrounding this fight. And that's why I think I'm so excited that today we know finally it's actually going to happen because this is something we've been talking about for years and years. Do you take anything from what you hear Francis saying and, and from the way you hear him talk about this fight? Because a lot of people think he's got no chance, Mojo.
1: I don't think that's the case. I think he absolutely has a chance. He has that knockout power. Is Tyson Fury going to be a better boxer than him? Of course he's been doing this. That is what he does. Francis is an MMA fighter. That being said, we've seen Francis drop some guys in the octagon, man. He's He's got that serious power. So if he can land one good shot, man, that that's all it takes. It's, again, it's a different story with these heavyweights. you got to think his gas tank is probably going to be pretty solid here. Um, but, yeah, I, I just can't wait to see. But I would not put a potential victory past him. That,
2: that's what makes this so much more exciting than a lot of these other celebrity dream matchups. So there is Mojo's take. I talked about Otto. Otto back 2019 fought uh, went to complete uh, 12 rounds. There is Tyson on the left, Otto on the right. Otto was a big man. Tyson Fury is six foot nine. These guys went 12 rounds, and Wild Fury won by unanimous decision. This was an absolutely not just a very competitive fight, but this was a fight that was nearly stopped because of that terrible cut that Otto Wallin caused on Tyson Fury's uh, on his right eyebrow, and that fight, and if it weren't for the uh, cut man, this fight would have been stopped, and it, it could have been actually ruled a, a loss for Tyson Fury. He goes on to actually win the fight. Since then, he has stopped Deontay Wilder on two occasions, also beat a uh, fellow UK boxing star, Dillian White. So, uh, really, the guy that gave uh, Tyson the, the hardest uh, the hardest fight was Otto Wallin. We asked him, hey, does, does Francis really have a prayer in hell of beating Tyson Fury here's what he said
1: he can't box him really he needs to really make it a fight a dog fight just take it to fury rough him up uh try to use some i mean depending on how much clinching he can use but probably not much cuz the referee is going to break them up But right. he's got to go in there and try to use what he has and just try to you know he's a strong guy so right. so try to push fury around and just try to land punches that he can 'Cause he can't he can't be there in a boxing match. If if Tyson is comfortable, you know, dancing and, and doing whatever that he usually does, then it's gonna be a very tough fight for Engano. So he has to make it uncomfortable for Fury.
2: Now, Mojo, I would never say that Francis Ngannou doesn't have a chance because he is one of the hardest punchers in the entire world. And the reality is, if Francis lands a clean shot on Tyson Fury, we've seen that Tyson can be dropped. But I'll say this. I think this is the absolute worst possible matchup for Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou, he would have been so much better off against someone like Deontay Wilder, where they're just winging power punches. Tyson Fury is six foot nine inches tall, and he's one of the slickest moving big fighters that I have ever seen in my life. If not the slickest fighter, he's a giant man. Mike Tyson's 5'10", Tyson Fury is six foot nine. He's a giant, and I really believe this likely ends in uh, a cakewalk win for Tyson Fury. We'll see if I'm right October 28th. Mojo, Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan, perhaps experiencing the first drama, the first real obstacle in their relationship. And it all has to do with Marcus's dad, Michael Jordan, and those comments that he made recently, Mojo, when he was on vacation in France. Now, we'll play it for you here in a second. If you forgot, uh, this was Michael Jordan, who was at uh, dinner and as he was making his way to his car, MJ was asked whether or not he approved of the relationship between his son, Marcus, and Larsa. Again, this was uh, recently in France. Take a look. Hey, Mr. Jordan, what do you think about Marcus and Larsa peeping together? You approve of it? No.
0: You don't approve? Do you think he's going to ask her to marry him?
2: So there was Mojo, clear as day. Michael said, no, he does not approve of the relationship. Well, that, uh, those comments actually had some Real-world effect on Marcus and Larsa's relationship, and uh, that is in their own words. Uh, they have their separation anxiety podcast uh, this week on on the latest episode. They actually got into those comments, and um, again, it really for Larsa especially. This had a real effect on the relationship and how she feels about the relationship with marcus jordan here you go
1: and when the article came out he texted me again and said that uh he never said hell no mm-hmm. you know that's not what the implications were and simultaneously i'm mm-hmm. dying laughing you know yeah when you I thought read it was headline. funny it was hilarious to me just because i didn't think I know it was my... <laughs> funny there's nothing funny about it I'm i know like... my dad right and i know you know obviously my whole family we're all competitive the jordan's like part of our dna is to talk you know and yeah. it gets us going it gets us motivated and so when i saw it immediately i thought like he's playing he's being jo- joking he's laughing he's you know just being playful he's you know a little lit maybe off the sincora walking out of matillon and so you know i didn't put too much weight into it
2: yeah mojo she when she says people think i lied that's because on multiple occasions she went on tv larsa did before michael's no, I don't approve. And she said, Oh, yeah, everybody likes, everyone's cool, everyone's happy for us. And then you hear from Michael and you say, Hey, maybe that wasn't the case.
1: I'm surprised that she's surprised. That's my opinion. <laughs> Come on, man. Look, hey, date whoever you want to date. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you're going to choose to date certain people, Others might have a certain uh, opinion on that. We'll say (laughs) they know who they are. I mean, Marcus knows who his dad is. Larson knows who who her ex was. They all know the relationship that they've had and the jabs they've thrown at each other publicly, especially recently. So come on to think that either people Are going to give you your wholehearted blessing on your relationship, but they might tolerate it, they might put up with it, they might be friendly to you, but they don't have to love it. That's their total opinion here. So I don't know. I gotta think that Larsa expected this to an extent to say that she was devastated and and shocked in these things. I'm not buying it, Babka.
2: Welcome back to TMC Sports, Mike and Mojo. Remember, Mojo, Leonard Fournette, the Super Bowl champion, was, was involved in that scary incident uh, on a interstate, Interstate 275 Mojo in Florida. That was his $100,000 Dodge Durango SRT Hellcat that caught on fire. Now, yesterday we told you that there was actually an update To this story, of course, there is Leonard sitting in the car before it was burnt to a crisp. Well, Mojo, uh, we have learned that uh, there was actually a witness who was supposedly on the highway that day who told police, and they actually contacted police and, and reported this themselves, that he had been driving at a very high rate of speed in the moments leading up to his car catching on fire. And they actually, Mojo, said that he was racing a motorcycle. Now, this was not a situation where Letty was just driving the car 55 miles an hour on the road. Uh, nice Sunday drive, Mojo. No, it sounds like he was really pushing this car at high rates of speed, upwards of 120 to 130 miles an an hour.
1: Well, if that was the case, that would certainly explain what we're looking at. Yeah. I mean, half the car is gone. I mean, yeah. that must have been just a ridiculously massive fire to to have that kind of effect on that vehicle. And, you know, got to say, when you when you saw that, that's probably where everybody's minds went to yeah. in the start. If there wasn't a significant accident and yep. for the f- to just all of a sudden incinerate like that. Something had to have caused this. I mean, trying to yeah. race a motorcycle, obviously the the acceleration on the motorcycle is right. probably gonna be a little
2: a little faster on this uh, situation.
1: Makes a little more sense, though.
2: Yeah, you know, Mojo, there was uh, another witness, actually, then, believe it or not, a little behind the scenes here, that had contacted us, said the same thing, essentially the same account. And and this this person actually told us that they were trying to alert Leonard that his car was on fire. They said that there were flames shooting out the back exhaust of the car. And then when he hit the brake, that the entire car was just engulfed in flames. I, I don't know how cars... Cars work enough to explain that. But that is what a second witness actually told us that they saw. Unless there are other people who come forward right now, uh, it is likely that this is over and insurance will have to pay for a new car. There, there's no fixing that thing. That's total. But uh, just an awful, awful incident and you're happy that nobody was injured. All right, Mojo, moving on. And it is time for a segment that we love. We love it, Uh, Mojo. (laughs) We talked about this uh, last week on the show, Logan Paul, there he was, popping the question to his beautiful supermodel girlfriend, Nina Agdow, Mojo. Now we actually have video of the proposal that went down in Lake Como, Italy. And I gotta be honest, I'm, I'm not, maybe I'm not a romantic. This video is an absolute tearjerker. Watch this. You are the love of my life. You're the girl of my dreams. I never thought I'd find you. And now that I have, I never want to let you go. I'm sorry I'm being such a (laughs) Can you hit this button for me, please? Oh my God. Baby girl. (laughs) Will you marry me? I get choked up when I watch that video. I just thought it was the sweetest moment. And before anyone complains that he has his phone out, Logan Paul loves Polaroids. Known to love Polaroids. He had a, a Polaroid camera that was all set up, and that's why she pressed the button. <laughs> all
1: right, cool. I'm, I'm glad you started with that because I was about to dive into that.
2: <laughs> before you destroy him, Mojo. Or I just mercilessly
1: (laughs) wrecked this guy on the happiest moment. (laughs) Hey, man, that's it. I mean, I guess that's how you know it's the right one, right? When you get overcome with emotion like that. So got to think that the future is looking extremely bright for those two and hey man for those that think tough men don't cry i mean we've seen logan as a boxer we've seen yeah. him as a wwe wrestler currently and boom brought down to his knees literally figuratively all of the above uh at the right time with the right
2: lady so awesome for those two very happy for him congratulations yeah and i just want to make it clear i was not crying i was not choked up because of their love, I was choked up because I, too, want to marry Nina Agdow.
1: <laughs> you were choked up because you're still caught up on the cell phone being out. That's, yeah, why, that's why you were <laughs> choked up away, with anger and
2: frustration. <laughs> Mojo, we just saw a middleweight champion, Israel Adesanya, and featherweight champion, Alex Volkanovski, who of course just defended his title at UFC 290 against Yair Rodriguez. They were at the club partying with Shaquille O'Neal, and now, Mojo, they might actually be with a guy who somehow, someway, is even a bigger star, although smaller stature, than Shaquille O'Neal. Izzy and Alex training with Mark Zuckerberg. Yes, Mojo, this actually uh, happened today, this afternoon in Northern California. So Alex and Izzy, they got on a plane, they traveled from Vegas, to Northern California again, where they met up with Zuck. Of course, that's where he lives. And the guys got in a little training session today. And uh, Mojo, I'll I'll say this. You know, look, the guys uh, on on the sides are pro athletes. Zuckerberg looks way better physically than I thought that he would. He's got some muscle, some definition to him. Sure, he's small. He's 5'9", 145, but... And look, coming from a guy with no muscle, so fine, Mojo. Compared to you, nothing. Not impressive, but I'm impressed.
1: (laughs) Zuck's looking like he's in good shape for a guy that started a tech empire. Right. Yeah, you don't typically expect those guys to look like that. No, Google
2: Elon Musk and see how he looks (laughs) with his shirt off. It's not (laughs) like
1: that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly my point. So imagine him a year from now after being in a fight camp, I mean, brother's going to be shredded, bro, and this fight, my goodness, everyone's talking about it. It will absolutely live up to the hype, whether it's bad or whether it's good. It really doesn't matter. It's going to be that entertaining, that great of a buildup, and, and hopefully there's a finish. I mean, again, dude, this is starting <laughs> to become a very divisive thing in this country. Are you on soccer or you Team Musk? Are you a Republican? Are you a Democrat? Yes. You Marvel or you DC Comics, (laughs) these things are all almost equal at this point, so... I'm not surprised to see people coming out of the woodwork left and right, volunteering their services for free to get in on this action because it's that big. Um, eventually, Babcock, you and I, you and I are probably going to
2: have to pick a side as well. Yeah, I, I know where I'm going. So if you're keeping score at home now, though, you've got Adesanya, Volkanov, and Volkanovski helping Mark Zuckerberg. John Jones has offered. On the other side of things, you've got Elon Musk. He is a trained With George St. Pierre. Um, Dominic Cruz has offered to help. Jorge Masvidal told us last week that he wants to help Musk. Quite literally, the biggest names in all of MMA uh, want to be involved in this fight. And uh, Mojo, the more we see, the more I am convinced that these two men, as crazy as it sounds, they're gonna fight. And like you just did there. Fingers crossed, Mojo. Fingers crossed. All right, Mojo, we're just about out of time. I'll tell you what, though, the fight world is on fire right now. Frank Ganu, Tyson Fury, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, so much going on. And uh, along that same vein, uh, President Donald Trump, of course, was at uh, UFC 290 in Vegas over the weekend. Now, the former president is always a big hit when he goes to the UFC fights. And, Mojo, we have got some exclusive behind-the-scenes footage that shows uh, the president shaking hands, interacting with the fighters. Uh, You've even got a a coach of a fighter asking the president if he's running as they're standing in the octagon. So, uh, pretty cool stuff with the former president at UFC 290. We're gonna show you that tomorrow. It's exclusive, you're only gonna see that here. And that, whether or not you like the guy or hate him, it's gonna be a great show.
1: Definitely, fight game on fire. Tomorrow will absolutely make for the best show since (laughs) today.